0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Home Field Disadvantage Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Walker, and today we have a special one for you. We're going to preview Super Bowl 52, and yes, it's only a week away. I know it feels like the start of the season was only yesterday, but yes, we are down to the final game, the last one, the the big game, and it's going to be between New England Patriots, and yes, I know it saddens me to say that, and I bet it saddens you to hear that as well, between the Philadelphia Eagles. um, You know, today's host is going to be Nick Burkett. Nick is unfortunately not going to be joining me today at his house. Some things just, the scheduling did not work out. We are very semi-pro operation here, so we're going to do a phone interview with him, and we're going to talk all things Super Bowl. We're going to predict it for you. We're going to give our score. We're going to give our take on it. We're going to give everything you need to watch out for, and then we're going to talk about who's going to win the MVP this year, because that's going to be coming up pretty soon. Then we're going to kind of take a step back, we're going to look at the NFL season, recap it, kind of give our take on it, kind of, you know, give our favorite moment of the year because I know that we have a lot of them. We saw a lot of great football this year, a lot of cool moments. Um, but then we're going to we're gonna go to next year. And we're going to talk about next year's way too early Super Bowl prediction, who's going to be back in this game a year from now. We're going to talk about the future MVP who we think it's going to be for next year. There's a lot of great candidates that are going to bounce back next year. I know Carson Wentz is probably going to be a... A uh, a favorite for next year to be the MVP and then we're going to kind of talk about Mike Vrabel Mike Vrabel obviously just got hired by the Tennessee Titans as the next head coach we're going to give our kind of updated analysis with with Nick and uh, so Nick is going to join me in a few minutes Um, Nick's from Kentucky Um, he he grew up there I guess I don't know (laughs) but um, uh, Nick is living in Chattanooga currently used to be a Chinese missionary so that's pretty cool um, and he just loves the game of football as probably as much as I do. Um, he's he's a Tennessee Titans fan, but as you'll hear in a second, he's a quasi quasi New England Patriots fan. So um, I kind of know what he's gonna say about this game, but we'll, we'll see anyway. Um, but if you want to follow him, you can follow him on Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and all that good stuff at npriquette. That's n p r i q u e t t e. Um, you can follow his podcast, which I actually do some work on with him, Nick's Picks, um, where you find this one on iTunes and Anchor. I mean, we kinda, we've been talking about the Titans, just giving like a weekly uh, recap of their game, and, and unfortunately the Titans aren't playing anymore. So we haven't been doing much of a podcast about them, but we did talk about the variable hire kind of off the off the top, you know. And So go follow that podcast if you want to hear more from us. I know we're going to be doing some more off-season Titans podcast, NFL podcast, stuff like that in the off-season because, you know, what else do you do when there's no football? You talk about it. So that's what we're going to be trying to do. But uh, without further ado, we hope you enjoy the show. Uh, feel free to like and subscribe and give us a review and you know debate with us and, and tell us what y'all think about this. So uh, without further ado, this is the Super Bowl preview and the NFL uh, just review year in review and, and prediction for next year and. Man, uh, thank you, Nick, for coming on, and uh, enjoy the show, guys. Okay,
1: that's all right. That was a – Huh. What's up? What's up? How are we doing? That's that's the first time I've been on the opposite end, and, and so uh, now I understand why it takes so stinking long <laughs> sometimes. I'm like, why why is Stephen not answering? So, uh, but now I know, now I get it. Yeah. It just just takes some time. There's a
0: yeah. so, so this is Nick Burkett, and uh, know, in, in, in the intro I kind of alluded to him, but um, so whenever we do a podcast on his. A specific podcast, he calls me in, and so he's never had the experience of getting called <laughs> um, until now. So, um, like I said in the intro, we're going to talk Super Bowl Fifty Two um, this time around. It's it's finally here, and man, I don't know about you, but man, the season felt like I just went by so quick. Right, actually, is that how you felt as well? Well, like for me, so like just just
1: in the fact, so what, really quick before we get into that, like I got to correct you. I'm not actually from Kentucky. Like my parents <laughs> live there. <laughs> Uh, I, I went and I listened to the whole intro, by the way, you have to go and spell it correctly. It's I N T R
0: O. Hey, we don't have to get into specifics. I, oh, we're getting
1: into specifics. <laughs> and, and yes, it is true. I am a Tennessee Titans fan and a quasi New England Patriots fan. <laughs> uh, also, um, uh, actually like I, it's not that it's not so much that like we've been, you and I have been focusing on, um, Tennessee Titans, so whenever I have you on, that's what we're always talking about. But typically with Nick's picks, it's going to be a lot of different stuff, especially in the offseason. I'll still do a lot of football stuff. I'll probably do like a Wednesday regrouping of, of what's going on in the football world and even like dabbling into fantasy. But I'm actually going to start focusing on movies, but that's enough about me. So, um, yeah, uh, I feel like the season's gone by actually fairly quickly, and I'm kind of sad. But it's also because, like, as I'm getting better about analyzing the game and about looking at all of the different aspects, because as, as a fan, typically, I was always just sitting and enjoying the game and rooting my team on and just like, okay, cool, yay, we scored a touchdown, or yay, we got points. <laughs> Darn it, the other team got points. You know, just, just that's pretty much, like, the logist of what I had felt with football even after I had played the game myself for a year in high school, you know, I was still a fan, but this year, you know, just a lot of, a lot of different things went on, especially in, in learning more about the game. And I feel like next year is going to be even better as far. Like, I I feel like I'm going to like take an even bigger leap and just continue to learn the game. Like during the off season, I'm going to be studying it and trying to figure out, um, schemes and Mm -hmm. you know when people are saying you know they you know they've got uh well I know three four I know that but like if you got two over top or you know a one high
0: safety
1: oh yeah or something like well I kind of get that I mean I get the one high safety I think I get the two over top I think I get those now but like just seeing what what offenses do against certain defenses what defenses do to answer against certain offenses You know, the different quote unquote packages that come in, you know, all these different things like like it's just going to be now it's just going to be me and nothing else. Like I don't have to really prepare for a podcast like I can go and get I mean, I do, but I can get the news that day, go look it up online, figure out what's going on and let everybody know what's happening and then continue to study and whatnot. Awesome, awesome.
0: So, so be looking for that. I mean, that that sounds yeah. awesome. And yeah, it's um, gonna you know be crazy. I, I do, like I've said earlier, before, like you, you are the the grandfather of this podcast. So, I mean, you you got me into the podcast game. <laughs> per se so you know listeners be be thanking Nick send him a shout out uh, but man I want to get into this, but this
1: only be thanking Nick if you enjoy Steven's podcast if you do not it's all Steven's fault I had nothing
0: to do. exactly
1: so yeah yeah, yeah 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 so so let's, let's get into
0: this game so um, all right uh, so a couple logistics for we where we talked really in depth so it's gonna be Sunday February 4th uh, you yep. know 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and I'll let you guys on the West Coast who are listening definitely, <laughs> um, I'll let you all figure out uh, what time is that for you because I don't know. That's, that's going to that's gonna be 3.30 for them. Thank you. Thank you. Confirmed. Um, yep. It's going to be on NBC. Man, I, this stadium that they're playing is beautiful. It's U.S. Bank Stadium. It's where the Vikings play. I mean, this this stadium's awesome. It's got this huge Viking horn that these people blow before the game starts and, like, the it, just just a cool atmosphere. But, of course, the Vikings won't be there. But just a beautiful stadium. And that's, that's the thing that I love most about this, the, the progression of the NFL and the fans is that these stadiums are just so beautiful that they're making now. Mercedes Benz Stadium's awesome. Um, and this one's awesome too. And they're making a great one out in Las Vegas. But um, those are kind of logistics from it. It'll be on NBC. The capacity mm-hmm. of the stadium is 73,000. And my first question you being a, a quasi Patriots fan, Nick, my first question for you about this game it's not who's going to win. It's not who's going to cover the spread. It's not who's going to stand out in the the best way possible. Blah blah blah. How are the Patriots going to cheat this game? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go based on that. I'm going to go full fledged Patriots fan on your on your. Butt. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to go full on Patriots fan. Did they cheat in Jacksonville? No. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure when they played Jacksonville, they didn't cheat? You're positive?
0: Um, I mean, I don't think
1: so. Okay, okay. When's the last time that they quote-unquote cheated? You can't ever
0: confirm it. No, I, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm when, not. When's saying...
1: the last time you assume, as a calling out the cheater fan, when do you think that they cheated last?
0: Uh, to my knowledge was when Bill Belichick was stealing calls. But that's the last time, bro. That was a long. No, no, no. Time. I'm with. Like, I, I think it's a it's a huge myth, and I I really don't want to get into that. Cause I don't, but <laughs> hey, um, you uh, you apparently want to get into it. You no, did. I, I, I always have way. a, a setup question for my for my guest specifically. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So, uh, but no, seriously. Um, you know the the line for this game is is four and a half towards the Patriots, of course. Over unders forty eight. Um. ESPN, their matchup predictor is giving the Patriots a 52.8% chance to win. I think this is a little bit closer than what um, uh, I think analysts and people on ESPN and Fox Sports have been saying about this game. I don't know if if this is a worthy spread, at, at meaning I don't know. I think it's a little too close for me. What, what are your thoughts on the spread and the predictions and the over-under? Like, what, How do you think this game's going to go about? Do you think they'll match the spread? I don't think so but what are your thoughts I mean well here's well here's the thing like we saw
1: what that offense could do against a really powerful the 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 Eagles offense could do right. against a really powerful defense but also like I mean the tides changed quickly in that game <laughs> like it was it was one of those where Minnesota literally comes out marches down the field, scores a touchdown. You're like, this game is over. (laughs) Like, just because of how efficient and how quickly it happened. Then on the next series that Minnesota gets the ball, interception return for a touchdown. Ugh, that doesn't look so good. Then they march it down the field the next time, and instead of scoring a touchdown at the 25-yard line, you know, going from 25 to the end zone, instead of that at the 25-yard line, the drive not only stalls, but – Flips field position because the Eagles recover a fumble, and so you can just you can just see how that defense was able to just continue putting pressure on, and that's the thing is like I could see them covering the spread. Uh, I mean, mm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can see them. I can see them do you know taking care. Like I could see it being 48, you know, or more. I, because what you're looking at is a pretty pretty powerful offense. With the Philadelphia Eagles, not the number one, the number one belonging <laughs> to the New England Patriots. And so, <clears throat> being that they were able to put up 33 points on Minnesota, and Minnesota's defense was just fantastic. Right. Now, with Nick Foles, here's, here's the thing. Here's where, here's where the, the, the issue comes in. Here's where Bill Belichick starts in his intelligence. He will figure out how to get Nick Foles uncomfortable. First off, this game, like everybody's like, oh, you know, you just got to treat it like another game. Nobody, treats it like that. <laughs> nobody ever walks into the Super Bowl and are like, oh yeah, this is just like a regular home game. It's, like, it's very season. easy to say rather than do. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, it's it's super easy to just be like, yeah, yeah, this is you know, just go in easy, easy. You know, just regular game, no problems. And so. So that's the issue that's the challenge is that this is a place where the New York Patriots have been many times. The Philadelphia Eagles have not that team has not those coaches have not yeah i, well, I can't I can't say the coaches haven't, but you know like like pro- in their current position, the coaches haven't
0: well, I want there's an interesting stat I just wrote about. I'm sure you've seen this too, where Tom Brady has been to as many Super Bowls as the entire Eagles team combined. So, Tom Brady's been a seven, and the entire Eagles team has been a seven players individually. So that, I Wow. Mean, that, yeah, I know. That is a huge stat. And, of course, when you say Tom Brady, you have Bill Belichick's been a seven. I think he's been, he's been more with, like, the Jets or the Giants, right? When Bill uh, Parcells. He, he, he may have, like, yeah,
1: with Bill Parcells. Actually, I think this is – actually, this is the eighth time that Tom Brady has yeah. been
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, this will be the eighth. So yeah. more Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, I think that's one of the biggest storylines. Is I mean, it, this is Patriot Way. They've been here before. They've been doing this forever. No surprise. I, how are the Eagles going to respond? Especially like you said, with Nick Foles. Now Nick Foles has been playing great, but <laughs> this is a different different animal, in my opinion. I mean, the Vikings defense is really good, but man, this Patriots defense has been amazing. I want to key in on a couple of injuries Ooh, what's real quick. Did you say the Patriots defense has been amazing? I think it has
1: been the past couple ah, weeks. It's about the ah. – But, I mean, look at, look, look at who they've gone up against, okay? True. <clears throat> they've gone up against and, – And, you know, just as, as, the, as the
0: homer, <laughs> of course,
1: they went up against the Tennessee Titans the, the, that, that would scheme around whatever they wanted to scheme around and not scheming around their players. The Patriots winning or no, I mean the, the, the Titans were at Foxborough, and lost thirty five to fourteen, and that fourteen was more like a seven <laughs> to be honest. Right, like it, it really wasn't garbage. A, garbage yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, garbage touchdown to to Corey Davis there at the end, and so you know that's I mean that's part of the reason why the the that's why we'll be talking about Mike Vrabel later on is because of that. But anyway. So the Patriots beat the beat the Tennessee Titans. That defense really didn't have to do a whole lot to them. Then, now I will say they, they they were pretty good against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But then again, Jacksonville offense isn't necessarily one of those things that you're like, oh, I'm really scared of it. Leonard Fournette, yes, and the in the Patriots defense has a really good run defense. Like they can they can stack up against the run pretty pretty well, right? The challenge, though, is that now they have Philadelphia. Oh, did I? I, miss, I feel like I missed somebody. No, I didn't miss anybody. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I feel like I did. But now they have Philadelphia. Philadelphia doesn't need to rely on Jhi. Doesn't need to rely on former Patriot Garrett Blunt. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia can toss the ball to Zach Ertz. Toss the ball to Alshon Jeffrey can toss the ball to uh, – Nelson, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Okay. These guys are legit. These, and, oh, and Torrey Smith, I think. Yeah, Tory Smith. And so, like, now the Patriots secondary comes into play.
0: Right. On no, a run one- – Go ahead. I, I, do, I do think that it's going to be interesting because you do have a guy like Nick Foles who basically has no experience, not only this year, but, I mean, just career experience in the playoffs – not a lot, and he's, he, I think they are going to put a lot of pressure on him. I think Bill Belichick, that is, his defense. Um, a couple of key injuries Injuries I want to weigh in on. J.O. is listen is questionable, and that was yesterday. He was put on questionable status as, as an injury update. I, I think I, – I really honestly don't think he'll miss the Super Bowl, even if yeah. he is at like 60%. I think, that's, I think that's kind of interesting because you do have this, this two-back workhorse um, of of JHI and LeGarrette Blount just doing incredible this year for the Eagles. I mean, that, that, man, those two guys, when, when JHI signed with, with them or, oh, excuse me, got traded or, or however it happened, I don't even remember. I mean, that was a huge get for them, but um, those are, those are some key injuries. Man, I want to say something about this, these offenses, because these offenses are basically the same, averaging 28.6 per game. Uh, the Patriots average 20 more yards than the, the Eagles do. So, like you said, these offenses are, are really good. What, what do you think is going to be the matchup that we look on? And, and as far as what I mean by that, so when I saw the college football playoff, the matchup that I saw in the semifinal was Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma's quarterback versus that great Georgia defense. That was a matchup to see. That's what everybody was looking forward to. So in your eyes, what's the matchup? What do we need to see? What do we? What's going to excite us the most when we're watching this game? Man, <clears throat> I mean,
1: I mean, I think, I think the thing. Oh man, no, that's no, no, that's not going to be very exciting. Like, <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, Nick Foles against the secondary. No, that's not going to be that exciting at all. Because <laughs> I mean, the Patriots secondary is not one of those. that you're like, ooh, ah, you never. <laughs> I, like oddly enough, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Tom Brady against the, the, that defense. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be I really think it's gonna be like Josh McDaniels. What does Josh McDaniels do scheme wise to combat the defense of the Philadelphia Eagles? Mm. Well, what can Josh McDaniels do to challenge? What kind of crazy stuff are we gonna <laughs> see? You know. When the Patriots and the Eagles take the field next Sunday, you know, like, like what kind of crazy schemes is Joshua Daniels. In? So I think it's, I think it's going to be Tom Brady making decisions, how well he makes decisions against the Philadelphia Eagles and how well the Philadelphia Eagles defense, especially that the sec- secondary, how well they can counteract the likes of Gronkowski. Yeah. If he's healthy, which he probably will be. Amendola, Deion Lewis, James White, Chris Hogan. I mean, like, how are they going to be able to, you know,
0: guard against those guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that's the matchup to see. Um, I, I think it will be interesting to see what Nick Foles does and how uh, uh, Pat Schirmer uh, deals with them and, and how he's going to scheme for Nick Foles because I think that's also a good matchup, but it's not going to be the one to watch. I think, obviously, the one to watch is Tom Brady versus that great Philly defense. I mean, Philadelphia's got chip on their shoulder. I mean, they're the overall number one seed, but everybody's listed them as the underdogs. You saw the the dog mask movement in Philly a yep. yep. uh, week ago. That was really awesome to see. I, I hear they're going to be um, coming out in full force that as well. So, for, well, I mean, it, they'd have
1: to. I mean, they are. I mean, it's it's the perennial New England Patriots. Yeah. You know the the uh, the team that. Oh, hey, by the way, Pat Shermer. Like I, I thought okay, yeah. Pat Shermer was with the
0: Vikings. Oh I'm sorry. I meant uh what's what yeah, his okay. name? Uh who is the guy? It's it's um, the it's the weird name, dude. Um The weird <laughs> <laughs> It's um <laughs> damn it. Whatever. No, here, I'll do it right now. Um but you know, you seem like um it's gonna be close. Is that what I'm getting at? I mean the thing here's the thing.
1: Like Ever since, ever since Brady like got to a point where Frank Reich, he was Frank Reich. Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, wait, wait. wait. For for the defense or for the offense? Offense, offense, offense. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was like, oh yeah, I, I couldn't even believe Jim Schwartz is the defensive coordinator. <laughs> I don't know what the heck I'm thinking. So, so yeah. I mean, basically a matching of the wits between Jim Schwartz and Josh McDaniels, like two of the best in the league, in the game. <laughs> but that being said you know oh shoot i forgot what your question was it, it was back I, I didn't really ask
0: you a question but oh, okay. it was um you know i guess we can get into it like what's your score prediction because keep in mind the the team rocking the away white jerseys have won i don't know what is it like 9 years in a row it seems like and ta- and and the patriots who were the home team the the overall better seed i guess if you will the better number 1 seed they elected to wear the white jerseys so you know all that superstition and all that the white the white jersey team has won it. I think here let me let me look that up. But while you're doing your uh, prediction, yeah. but what do you think is going to happen? What do you think the score is going to be and who's going to win? That's right. Yeah, you were asking me if you,
1: if why you know if I was thinking it was going to be close. I think I think it will be close. It's it's mainly because like that the Patriots defense is not as strong as it used to be. And they are definitely going to have to address that in the offseason when it comes, comes around to it, you know, both in free agency and in the draft. The other thing, though, too, is that, I mean, it is the Patriots. You can never count them out. You can never say this. I mean, we saw what they did last year. You cannot ever, <laughs> ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever count them out. Like, I remember I was in Shanghai, and as you had mentioned this before, I was in China, you know. I was in Shanghai watching this game, and here I am in a bar surrounded by predominantly <laughs> Falcons, uh, uh, Falcons, you know, not fans. <laughs> people who wanted the Falcons to finally knock off the New York Really? Patriots. Wow. Dude, yeah. Well, I mean, there were a lot of Patriots fans. There were a lot of Patriots fans, but I would say there were definitely – a whole lot more cheering going on when the Falcons were, were in the lead and were marching down the field, and when Brady got intercepted and it ran run back for a for a touchdown.
0: So the NFL you know? is in China.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's not like here where mm-hmm. it's like okay, we're gonna get a party together and we're gonna go uh, have like chips and dip and, and burgers and, and wings pizza. and stuff like that. Over there, it's breakfast time. So you got <laughs> eggs and bacon, and stuff, which I'm 100% fine
0: with. Oh, you I'm
1: for it. Tons of coffee. I went out to so I went out to this this bar because it was the only sports bar that was like in the area that would be showing it on like multiple screens. And since it is a bar, they're like, "Oh yeah, you buy a ticket, you go into this party, you you have this food, you have a ton of coffee, unlimited coffee, uh-huh. and we're gonna give you a bottle of beer." I'm like. By the time this game is done at 11, 12 in the morning <laughs> or 12 in the you know, 12 noontime, I'm still not going to be like, what am I going to do with this beer? Like, I'm just going to like <laughs> look at it I'm like, oh, cool. I have a beer for later on because I'm not drinking it now. Although there were some who were had There's no always some. <laughs> putting it away and stuff like that. But, but yeah, I mean, it was just it was it was one of those moments. So you can never count out the New England Patriots. And here's, here, here's what ended up happening is the Atlanta Falcons, and if the Philadelphia Eagles want to win this game, they have to remember to pressure Tom Brady multiple, multiple, multiple times, hit him often, hit him hard, mm-hmm. make him uncomfortable in the pocket, and then continue pressuring him, continue going after him, continue harping on him, continue getting him. Okay, Because if you don't do that, then Tom Brady is going to pick you apart. Tom Brady is going to use Chris Hogan or Amendola or Rob Gronkowski. You know, he's going to use those guys. So, my prediction on the game: I'm, I think, I think that the New England Patriots win their sixth Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, but it's not going to be by a lot. I mean, i I like, I actually, I can't think, I can't. So last year was kind of a, a an odd one because the New England Patriots won by more than three or four points.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they ended up winning by six points. It was like, yay! It was like, okay, cool. You know, <laughs> as were their first three Super Bowls that they had won, they won by three points. So I'm chalking this one up to three points. I don't think that they will cover the spread. I don't think that they'll end up getting more than four and a half. You said it was four and a half, right? Right. right. Okay. I don't think they'll get more than four and a half, but... Don't be surprised if it's a 30 33. Don't be surprised okay. if it's 24 27. You know, because I really, really think that the New England Patriots will be able to, 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 to win. But I do think it's going to be like an offensive, like, it's going to look offensively dominant. You know, I don't think it's going to be. I mean, the thing is, especially in, in the league that we love in the NFL. It's all about the offense. Yeah. No one, no one wants to see a nineteen seven, you know, game. No one wants to. No one wants to see a a, a seven to nine game. No one's interested <laughs> in that. Now, defensive people are very interested in it, but all three percent of them. And yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. The sales, the tickets, the, the everything. Yeah. These are. I mean, then again, also like you could, you could see, I mean, I could see the Philadelphia Eagles pulling it off. Yeah. Finally. You know, um, I I don't think Philadelphia Eagle fans will be, um, you know, uh, uh, palatable. I don't think that (laughs) they will be, you know, I think that they will rub it in and drive people insane with their obnoxiousness. And so uh, that's, I don't know. It's kind of a, like I saw – I've seen some memes where it's like, do you want Tom Brady to get his sixth ring or do you want to have to deal with Philadelphia Eagle fans? It's like, uh, are you <laughs> telling me to choose between, like, fire and burning myself? Like, I don't know. It's one of those. So, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely an interesting thing. But, yeah, I mean, I – man, like – I literally counted out the the New England Patriots last year. I was like, there's no way. There's no way they could possibly come from twenty-eight, you know, twenty-eight to three, a uh, twenty-five point <laughs> deficit. There's no <laughs> way.
0: <Yeah. sighs> you know, I so and uh, corrected. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I man, this is such a tough game, just like the college football championship was. It, it's just there's they're so evenly matched in my opinion. They have so much similarities and yet a little bit of differences too, man. But I'm gonna go on linear. I'm, I'm going to be the limb here. I'm gonna be the antagonist, if you will, probably pro, okay. pro, probably protagonist to the to yeah, much protagonist of the world. <laughs> to the masses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and to I, the masses that are not in <laughs> New England yeah. or Boston yeah. or, or having them. Yeah. And so, I, I man, I, I really do believe the Eagles have a really great chance of winning this one. I just think that that defensive line, like you were alluding to about talking about how the Tom Brady needs to get hit and get hit often. I think this Eagles defensive line is the best defensive line in the NFL. I think they have what it takes, especially with Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, to, to get to Tom Brady and hit him early. Not just hit him throughout the game, but him early. I think that's a key as well. So I'm going to pick the Eagles. I, I do think, of course, they would cover anyway because they'd win, but I think it's going to be something along the lines, along lines of 27-24 or 31-28, something along the lines of that. But I want, I want to end it with this. The team wearing the white jerseys has won twelve out of the last thirteen Super Bowls. Yeah, but how many of those Super Bowls have been
1: the New England Patriots? You know, uh,
0: five of them. Five, <laughs> Yeah. So,
1: so uh, but you well, no, it has it, no, it hasn't been five of them. No, they haven't. They haven't done. Oh,
0: five of them. seven. Think... Seven.
1: No, 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 no. You say you said
0: twelve of the last oh, thirteen, right? Oh, gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, well, I mean, I know, it has know,
0: been five since. They've won five in white. No, but but
1: remember they 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 won their first three back in two thousand one, two thousand three, and two thousand four. I think is is when they won their first three.
0: Yeah, they were wearing white,
1: weren't they? Oh, they they may have been. I I don't know.
0: Ah, we'll have our fact check people Ah, get on. Yeah, we'll have yeah 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 we'll get somebody our network. All right, so that's our preview. That's our prediction. Um we we hope you we hope you got some information so especially if you're unaware of football in the NFL we hope you have some some talking lines next Sunday night for you so we can um, give you a little bit so you don't seem like an idiot talking to your friends on right, Super Bowl right Sunday. exactly exactly um, so let, let's get into our, our next debate and this is MVP talk and I want to do this quickly but who do you think is going to be in the MVP i mean i think this has been an interesting race this year because there hasn't been a clear favorite unless i'm wrong unless you think there is but who do you think, or who do you think has the best chance of winning MVP this year
1: in the NFL? I think it's going to be Tom Brady. Just Tom Brady. Like, just because it's, <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Just just because it's Tom Brady. Just terrific, Tom. You know, Tom Brady. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, here's here's the reason why. Like like the reason that I say that is because it yeah. <clears throat> just the fact like. A lot of people would say Todd Gurley because of, like, the stellar year that he's had. And, and, and Todd Gurley definitely will win the comeback player of the year. Like, bar none. From what he did last year to what he's been able to do this year, you're like, wow. Right. That game was fantastic. The challenge is that, like, when you're going up against a 40-year-old who <laughs> not, only, not only is he playing okay – He's still one of the best in the league. Still out there slinging it like the rest of them. Still out there. Now, I mean, Tom Brady can't run fast, but he's never been able to run fast. You've <laughs> never seen Tom Brady ever like just take off like a Mariota or a Russell Wilson and just <laughs> down the down the field. You know, he just this really like just lumbering giant. It looks like he, you know, it looks like who he is and stuff. But the thing is, is like for him to be able to play at the level that he's been playing at at 40 years old which is unheard of yeah that's just that's just crazy it's it's ridiculous and i think that because of that that'll be the nod that he gets to be this year's mvp
0: yeah i do believe that it's tom brady just because kind of a process of elimination just you know i think if carson wentz is playing right now and they're in the super bowl um, if they were like that, if he was playing, I think it's Carson Wentz and I, I mean, I, I could, I could definitely go with that. I mean, he was like just—he was the Yeah, the stats he
1: was putting up. Like, he's definitely gonna in, in fantasy football and definitely just in regular football. He's definitely gonna have regression. Like, like he cannot have anywhere near. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's not gonna have that kind of year. No, no. 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 He's not. He's. He's. I don't think that he's. I. I think that it, now, mind you, with what Carson Wentz was able to do, like I don't have his stats or anything like that, but with what, what Carson Wentz was able to do this year, oh no, I lied. I, I do kind of have some of his stats. Okay. <laughs> he, had, he had 33 so, TDs and seven interceptions, and he had 3,296 yards. Yeah. Like, I do not believe that he is going to, let's see, how many rushing yards I wonder. Uh 299 rushing yards, three thousand two hundred, um <clears throat> sorry, three thousand two hundred and uh some odd passing yards, <laughs> passing TDs. You said he had thirty-two? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Thirty-three to seven. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> the the idea here is that like he's not gonna be able to do that again. I don't think he's gonna be able to get those kind of stats again. Now he may he may get to like a high twenties in touchdowns. He may be able to get good like but you gotta remember too, like and and just kinda like going into Tennessee Titans type stuff, LaFleur and Filippo may not be there next year. Which yeah. are two very essential pieces to the puzzle. Rank. Mark, Mark, that. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. LaFleur was uh, in. Rams. Yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or uh, LA. Whatever. Whatever. The Rams. (laughs) Don't like them. Anyway, moving on. Uh, But it's a good thing I'm not voting because it's Todd Gurley would never get MVP (laughs) ever. (laughs) No. uh, But but the thing is, is so I don't think he's going to be able. I think he'll still perform well. I don't
0: think he'll be able to do what he did last year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you,
0: so you say Tom Brady for MVP. I, I really have to agree with you. I, I, I just don't think <laughs> – I don't think Todd you Gurley – You say that as
1: if it's like you're
0: swallowing like – No, I really am. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I agree. <laughs> uh, next next topic. No, uh, <laughs> I, I just don't think and, – and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Todd Gurley just got enough attention in, in L.A. I just think there, Jared Goff was there having a phenomenal year. And you know, I, I never really watched a lot of Todd Gurley because he was always on the West Coast. And <laughs> although was, we did watch him one time, yes, I know, <laughs> I Stop the crap out of our. I uh, but uh, so I, I do think it's Tom Brady. I it, there's still a chance it might be Carson Wentz. I'm telling you right now, don't don't put him out of the hat just yet. It's put, very I'm slim. Putting him
1: so far out of the hat, like, really? Like
0: I don't think. Yeah, he no. I mean, he didn't.
1: He didn't finish the season. I know, like, but, like, you know, he got hurt, you know? I, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not dissing. I mean, that's, that's kind of the crappy thing is that it's yeah. like. But, but here's, here's the other thing. MVP stands for most valuable player. Okay? Right. How the heck are the Eagles in, that's the, pl- in the Super Bowl that's if true. he is the most valuable player? That's true. Okay? Now, we can sit there and say. We can kind of say the same about, like, well, let's see. Let's see. Gurley. Uh, yeah, I could say yeah. that. I could say uh, that. I mean, I mean, I don't know if Todd Gurley is the most valuable player. Like, I mean, he's, I, like, in the sense, like, on the team, I don't even know if he's the most valuable player on the team. I don't think he, so. He is very valuable. Don't get me wrong. And, incred- and he did open up a lot of opportunities for the receivers and stuff like that because everybody's trying to stack the box against him, you know, but then just, like, dump off passes from Jared Goff. Jared Goff on point often. Like, just – Incredibly insane and stuff like that. I think Sean McVay definitely Sean McVay better win Coach of the Year this year.
0: <laughs> like he just has to. Like, I don't know he, what about Duck Peterson. But but oh, he uh, took but, the but, Eagles Super Bowl, baby.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I don't think I don't think it was like a. How bad were the Eagles last year?
0: I forget. Let me look it up for you. Like, I don't you I don't
1: think I don't think the Eagles were that bad. Nowhere near like the three and three and four or the three and uh, uh, uh three and thirteen or the <laughs> four and twelve at the St. Louis or the ah the L. A. Rams were. Oh, uh ooh. They were
0: seven and nine and finished fourth in the East.
1: That's the thing. Now they they finished fourth in the East, but like fourth in the East means that somebody else probably finished seven and nine, just had one <laughs> up on them. Somebody yeah. else probably finished eight and eight, and then another team probably got in with a nine and seven record. So. <laughs> that's, that's normally how the East always plays out. The NFC East always seems to play out around that way. But that's the thing is, like, it wasn't such a – like, Sean McVay has definitely got, got to get head coach of the year. Just, just pff, mind-boggling. Just what he was able to do. It's like, all of a sudden, Jeff Fisher's gone. Holy smokes. Jared <laughs> Goff and Todd Gurley seem to be football players. It's amazing. And so – but that being said, um, yeah.
0: Tom Brady like, MVP. I mean, it's just, like, like, yeah.
1: and, and, and the thing is, is, like, now, most people will probably be out there and be like, yeah, he's already admitted that he's going to be a New England Patriots quasi-fan and stuff, and, of course, he's going to be for Tom Brady getting MVP. I, like, the thing is, is, like, I like to, I am a Patriots fan. I do enjoy the Patriots. I like watching them play. I enjoy what they're able to do. They are the best organization in the NFL, bar none. Mm-hmm. And just being able to see what they've been able to, to build there and stuff like that. Now, yeah. me personally, I don't think I would be able to do very well under Bill Belichick. I think it would kind of suck maybe, but just knowing that, that they have that kind of mentality and I'm super interested to see how Mike Vrabel can use that with the
0: Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans, but we'll get you know, into also, that later.
1: Yeah. We'll get into that and, and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely just seeing that, but, yeah, I just, I, like, yeah. I, how, I, how in the world do you play that well at 40 years old? Like, I'm 31. I'm <laughs> hobbling around. Like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm amazed that that Tom Brady just has been able to do what he's been able to do yeah.
0: at his age. Yeah, it's it's definitely an awesome feat and, and pretty cool to watch. Now, when I, you know, I think of your Patriots fandom, and correct me if I'm wrong briefly because we're, we're going to get into the next thing, but – you know, I think it's more of out of respect just for the greatness that you witness. I mean, I, I feel like that you just see this this all just like, this is insane. And like you said, they're the best organization possibly in all of sports, in my opinion, for the wow. past like 20 years. I mean, you might argue the Spurs might be like that. In the past 20 years, just the way they've been run, uh, the way they competed on a consistent basis and won yeah. championships on championships and player development and training and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I, you know, I can respect your fandom. I think it's, you know, I do, I do like. It's fascinating to see how they've been doing this since two thousand. Um, so I mean, like, and and the thing is, is like, like, but
1: even then, sometimes some people will be like, yeah, but he'll quit being a fan, you know, after. After uh, they start losing and stuff and I'm like, no oh, I mean, I've already stuck my flag in <laughs> that particular I don't know, like, like I'm, I'm trying to like I'm trying to sit there and think like like do you do you get the right to change fandom if your team gets sold or something like that? Like I wonder if, like yeah like so if Robert Kraft were to be like, yeah, I'm gonna sell the team. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna leave. As far <laughs> as the fan goes, like that might wonder. That might be what happened. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like it's it's one of those things. But no, I mean, like yeah, just just seeing how how well they've done, and I would really love just to see the Tennessee Titans do that. <laughs> like that, I would love for the Tennessee Titans to be like, you know, because and it was just it was just because what they did. Like basically, one of the things is like. So they kind of invented the slot receiver. You know, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick, pretty much when they ended up getting uh, Wes Welker, they pretty much invented, like, no one gave a crap about some short long <laughs> punk run, you know, run into a like, wide quarterback. receiver. are like, this is ridiculous. Like, bro, you ain't, you ain't nothing. And then all of a sudden they invent this position, the slot receiver that cuts across the middle of the field, that, you know, does these little short, you know, a short little pass, but then takes it for another 10, 15 yards. You know, yeah. those, you know that kind of offense had never been seen before. And that, to me, is, is one of the things that, that just makes them so good. Like, just being able to come up with random stuff. Like, even me, I'm sitting there like, I've got to go and study film this this year and be like, <laughs> I wonder if there's something that I could invent, you know, some kind of, some form of Formation. offense or defense. Yeah, yeah, and I would just be like, that's new. I'm like, yes, it's new. <laughs> so It's mine. <laughs> yeah, it's mine. Um, I created it. Patented. <laughs> so, so be looking
0: out for that. Uh, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Called. Be looking, yeah, the, be looking out Nick for the Nick package. You know. For the Nick package.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I so, think there's already something like the nickel package is right, still, yeah. Right. So it'd be really close. The nickel so, offense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we've been, you know, we, we've been covering the NFL, especially we we as a, a group, a team here, have been covering uh, the Titans for the, the past couple months uh, mm-hmm. on your podcast that you've been doing. And, man, we we've watched some amazing moments this year. There've been a lot of cool uh, moments in the NFL. I just want to run it by what what do you, what's been the your favorite this year? And I'll let you go first because I, I know mine for a fact, and you probably know what I'm <laughs> about to say too. But probably, I want to yeah. give you the opportunity, if it's yours as well, to say it first since you're our, since you're my guest. So. Um, what was your favorite NFL ah, moment of the year? Ah man! And, like, I, and I'll let you say a couple. If you don't have a favorite, I'll let you use a couple.
1: I mean, I mean, I, I still feel like that's cheating and stuff like that. Ah <laughs> uh, man! Can I? Am I allowed to use the Super Bowl from this year? Like, cause technically that's. it. Are we talking about
0: this season? Let's go this season. Let's oh, go this season no just fair. to make it more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> to rob you from your from your moment of greatness with the patriots. <laughs> Golly, I'm
1: trying to So are we we're just doing
0: like a play, right? Uh no, it could be like a game or like a, you know, or yeah, it could be a play, it could be anything. Just a moment, I mean, a moment like, in time. Like I would say so
1: so one of the one of the ones that definitely uh resonated big time. I mean, well, okay, I got I, I got is it okay if I steal three of them? I'm yeah, of them. yeah. Go ahead. Or, or, well, no. I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be technically two. Okay. So, the first one is definitely got to be the uh, <laughs> opening game to the season. Okay. The new. Do you remember that? Yeah, when they got throuted. They got they got thrashed by the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, wow, that was, and, that was and, interesting. And, and now here's here's the reason. Like, but the thing is, is like what you got to understand is like. Again, as a fan of the game, I respect somebody being able to go into Foxborough and thrash the New England Patriots. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thrash them by by a percentage and an amount that had never happened ever before. Okay, like or or hadn't happened in the Belichick Brady era, and so uh, like seeing seeing a Alex Smith be able to throw and do things that he'd never done before. Like, we hadn't <laughs> seen him perform anywhere near that well. Like, throwing deep balls accurately. Th- like, tossing him over the head of defenders. You're like, what is going on? And then being able to see this, this star, Kareem Hunt, come out of nowhere and be able to yeah. just dominate. You know, and like, as long as he got the touches, like, he was just dominating especially that in that particular game. And so just in an unproven, you know, rookie running against and what was assumed to be the (laughs) newly Patriot juggernaut, you know, that everybody was lauding, you know, like I, I even remember, I think it was CBS sports uh, page came out with predictions and they were predicting that because of the, Offensive juggernaut that the New England Patriots were. That oh, okay, Patriots are going to go nineteen and zero. Like, oh, wow, that ended pretty quickly. <laughs> and so, just just being able to see that I, that was a that was a really it was a really interesting game. I can't say it was like you know super exciting because like as a quasi Patriots fan, I was like, that'd be kind of cool to see them go undefeated, literally <laughs> stuff like that. But then then I would definitely say like as I got more and more. Um, Deeper, like I guess, deeper and deeper involved in uh, studying the Titans more and more, and getting as we as we started, you know, like I guess mid season started actually discussing the Titans and stuff like that. Like that, you know, I had to figure, you know, out different games and stuff like that, and watch different games and whatnot. And definitely, so so I'm I'm still like just the play of Mariota. Yeah. Not, not his – actually, not even really his quarterback play. Like, his quarterback play could have been better. You know, like his quarterback yeah, play could sure. have been a whole lot awful. better. But when he became a running back <laughs> and when he became a fullback, I, I believe those were the two, like, best moments, you know, yeah. willing, willing his team into winning. Like, willing his team, you know, like, like taking it on himself right? to at the end of the season when you needed to win the last game of the season, and you go out there and you make sure that you get that first down. Yeah, You make sure that you get what you need because it is on you. Like, that was impressive. Seeing the grit, seeing the grime, and, and, and. A different kind of personality when that happened. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's that's probably the best part of the entire season is being able to see quiet, you know, docile, you know, just cool, very little emotion. Mariota all of a sudden shove somebody to the ground <laughs> and then get up and start walking, like walking toward the dude, like not saying anything, stalking just, him. Just, just like Stop fucking, him, just like and like staring at him, like I just got you, bro. And then walking off and seeing just his sideline erupts with that. And then of course you know the block that he threw for Derrick Henry in the in the uh, wild card round that was also fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, I mean just yeah, I think that. that, I think that
0: the opening and the ending, it was great. It was like the start <laughs> and the end. It was one wonderful. I don't know yeah. what
1: happened in between. <laughs> yeah, you know, I,
0: I definitely think, and and you know, that this was my favorite moment was the Mario stiff arm. Just yeah. and and also like being there in that. So I was at that game and being there in that atmosphere. I'd never been to a a a a clinch game, something like that. You know, where a team, if they win, they're in; if they lose, they're out. That mm-hmm. was just a phenomenal environment to be in. And man, like you said, just, just Mariota carrying the team throughout the playoffs. And when I say throughout, I meant one game, but, um, you know, just, just seeing another side of him that we'd never seen before, like the, the true competitor in him was really cool to see. I, you know, I was, I always loved Mariota. I loved him in Oregon. I, I loved him when they drafted him. I was so happy. They got him instead of Winston <laughs> Mariota Jersey, like the year after they drafted him and, um, so man, it was really cool to see him just, just that stiff arm was. Just, oh man, I know we we freaked out about it like three or four times on yeah, on, on your yeah. podcast just talking about it. But it was just really cool to see. So that that was definitely my favorite moment of the year. Just man, it was it was so cool to see the, the just kind of the, the the passion that he brought. But another awesome moment that I know we both enjoyed was definitely the Minnesota Miracle. I mean, seeing oh, yeah, seeing the yeah, Vikings yeah, yeah. beat the Saints in the divisional round, I believe it was. And just the, the, the last second throw to Stefan Diggs and the miscue by the Saints uh, defensive back. Man, it was just cool to see because I was talking and I was like, man, this game's over. This game's yep. over. Like, here goes the Saints. Like, So that was really cool to see. Um, yeah. But those are some of my favorite moments. And, man, what it was a fun season to say the least. And thankfully, we have one more game to go. So, yes, we've done all that. And we've, we've previewed it and we've predicted it and we've reviewed it. And we've done everything. All right. So you say the Patriots are going to win. I said the Eagles are going to win. You're probably more right than I am. <laughs> we can always uh, put some
1: money on it or something
0: if you want. Uh, you know, That's I'm so, broke. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would if I could. But if you win, you would be a little less broke. That's true. That's true.
0: That's true. Um, so a year from now. Okay. I want Uh you to give me two teams that are going to be there briefly. Just two teams. Just say it. Two teams. Who's going to be at the Super Bowl next year? Hmm. (sighs) Man.
1: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose AFC first because okay. I think that's the easiest. <laughs> like, I really do. Are you talking about the like, Titans? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I wish. That'd be nice. That'd be great. Like, in the first year, Mike Vrabel takes the Titans to the Super Bowl. Yay! Amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. But that's, with the season that we've got coming, oh, that's, that's yeah, I'm not Yeah, But, <laughs> anyway – uh, Patriots. Okay. Again, I really do. Like, like this, this could be the three-peat. Like, this could okay. be the three-peat that they had, they had been trying to get, you know, since since they're back-to-back, you know. All right. And NFC. So, in the NFC, this is the hard one. <sighs> Man. You know, I've got to. Mm. I, I would not be surprised to see the New Orleans Saints in there.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I they, were, they were, they were
1: literally like they, I mean, they were literally <laughs> a Hail Mary throw away or a, a one lucky slash stupid play <laughs> away yeah. from moving into the division or into the championship. And, and I think things would have been different. Like having Drew Brees there, having that, that offense there. Like, it's just like, like yeah, sure. The the Vikings were able to shut down, you know, Kamara and, and Ingram as far yeah. as the run game goes, but there were still threats on the deep end. You know, you still have Michael Thomas. You still got Alvin Kamara catching balls out of the backfield. I mean, you can't like, it's so sneaking hard. And you got Willie Snead. And I think a lot of the core team will be back next year. And then not to mention the, the, the great defensive plays that were uh, the, yeah. the, the better defensive players that they were, you know, that they were showing uh, to the world and stuff like that. Like you got Lattimore there, and I know, was it Williams? Williams was the one that missed the tackle?
0: Yeah, something like I that. Think, yeah,
1: <laughs> he's a, you know he's going to come back with a vengeance. You know yeah. he's upset. So, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think like, having that ability and then also, like, just seeing that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough. Like, because, I, I mean, the Eagles, I think, will be also very, very in a very, very good position to make another run for the Pro, for the pro Bowl. <laughs> the Pro Bowl, yeah, good job, yeah. The Super Bowl. And uh, especially with Wentz healthy and, and yeah. if they can keep him protected and
0: whatnot. You know, well, it would be an interesting storyline for that prediction that you just made. Mm. When, quarterbacks. Winner gets a standing NFL. Loser has to retire. <laughs> that would be like, oh, that'd man. be crazy! That, that'd uh, be crazy. Now that would make the game wild.
1: That yeah, be, yeah, they'd yeah. Be throwing for
0: like four hundred yards each. Just opening up the playbook. Yeah. But you know, I, I do think, man, I don't know. It, it's it's going to determine who who comes into the, the Pittsburgh for their offensive coordinator. Because if they if they hire a really good offensive coordinator, I'm saying Pittsburgh. I mean, they're, they are one good play caller away from making it to the to Super Bowl, in my opinion. I mean, that's, that's been the crutch for them. is They can't seem to use their weapons, you know, uh, I guess accurately, in, in my ah, opinion. They just, just haven't been able, able to do it, you know? I mean, I don't I, – well, I don't know. Like, I think that they have
1: to been been use their weapons well. Like, I mean, it is Antonio Brown. We don't know if Le'Vell's going to be back next year. Probably will be. But, I mean, yeah. he'd be stupid. To They'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You got a star, you know, starting to burn bright in Juju Smith Schuster. Otherberger's old, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like the thing is, is (sighs) I mean, I think, I think it could be championship where it is the Steelers against the the Patriots. But don't be surprised if Jacksonville's in in there again. Like, like they that defense, man. I mean – It's
0: electric. It's
1: – yeah, I mean, it's electric. <laughs> tink, 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 tink. Right, anyway, no, I mean, like, they're, they're able to and, – and Bortles was able to do well enough to win that game. That last play against the Patriots at fourth and – I guess it was like four or 14 or something like that. Like, that was just Gilmore, the defensive back for the Patriots. That was just him making yeah. an outstanding play. Like, they had the opportunity to win. They could have won. It was just that one play, you know, that, that ended up cinching it for the Patriots. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things
0: where, uh, you know. Who, yeah, who, it's, it's going to be close yeah. in my I opinion. I mean, and you really don't – man, I think the AFC is just going to get better. Um, I'm I'm going to go with Patriots as well, and then I'm going to go with my NFC team. I think it's going to be the Eagles again. I mean, I, I just don't see how an Eagles team without Carson Wentz makes it to the Super Bowl and an Eagles team with Carson Wentz doesn't, especially when they're just going to get better, in my opinion. I mean, the the gel between him and his receivers is going to get better. J.J. and LeGarrette Blunt, they're just going to get better if, if LeGarrette stays. It seems like LeGarrette's always leaving, like, in random times. Yeah, other team, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that works. So, you say Patriots, Saints. I say Patriots, Eagles. Um, write this down and, and take it to the bank, and we'll see who's right in a year. We'll, we'll deal with this again in a year, and then we'll see who's wrong and see who's right. And, you know, whoever's I'm going right
1: to go, go even crazier on you. All right. Philadelphia Eagles will not make the playoffs next year.
0: That's wild. Yep.
1: That, that's pretty crazy. I'm going I'm to I'm call that right now. I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles will not make the playoffs next year.
0: I'm going to call it right now. The Jaguars won't make the playoffs next year.
1: I, that, that's not calling nothing. Man. That's, not, that's, like, that's like a baby. Like, like there's a, there was a the, chance the where – The Jets
0: it... are going to suck next year. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. I, I bet you the Browns maybe get one
1: win next year. But they – I bet you the Browns won't get four wins. like – like, 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 <laughs> Oh, um, there you go.
0: There's, a, there's a, There we go. Bold prediction.
1: The Browns? No, I ain't saying that. There ain't no way. No. Okay, uh,
0: over no. under on the Browns' wins total at three. Ooh. Over under. What are you taking? I'm taking the under. Man, I had, like uh, you, you. You can't. You can't assume they're going to get better because every time you do, they just get worse. It's, it's like really. It's it's, impossible. It really is the organization. Yeah,
1: I mean, oh, it's for sure. It's that organization. I mean, that's that's the that's the thing. That's the one thing because it's like you got two. They have two picks in the top five. Like I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure, right? Pretty sure they've got yeah. two yeah, picks in do. the they top five. Yeah, they have like one and
0: four. Yeah. I Yeah.
1: And it's like it's like I'm pretty sure <laughs> I was listening to uh, to uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and I think or somebody I was listening to somebody. Oh no, it was Gary Vaynerchuk, but he's like he's a New New York Jets fan, and so he's like, what I would do. <laughs> Is if I had like seven picks, you know, for the seven picks for the draft, he'd be like quarterback, 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 <laughs> and one of them has to work. One of them's got
0: to be good. Like
1: one of them has to be good yeah. because like that's well, what you need. And right now the Browns don't have that. I mean, yeah, Josh Gordon could possibly be, you know, he'll
0: probably be smoking something and be bad. Well, I mean, the, I'm really hoping not because I think I think that kid has a lot of potential. I mean, I mean, look. Oh, for he, sure. He's amazing. Like,
1: he, had, he didn't catch a ball in all of 2016. And then he comes in 2017. He's like, yo, what's up? Boom. Here you go. Touchdown. Just uh, like first game back. You're like, bro, you're, you're pretty good, man. Like that's, I mean, and so just to see, like, he could potentially be, I'm going to say this, he could potentially be better comeback that, that player of the year than Jerry Rice. Oh yeah, so, yeah. He that's could, a bold take. Like, like, man, like, that's bold take. Like, hotline. Like, like, like I mean, just 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 the fact that he was able to come back and in his first game with a crappy quarterback was able to put up over a hundred yards and a TD. Yeah. No, that kid's like, he's got something else. Like if he keeps his mind straight, I'll tell
0: you what it is. It's steroids.
1: It's not steroids. Oh, um, so
0: he's,
1: he's know, a very but, chill person. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he sees he's always calm in those high pressure situations. Yeah, I, I don't um, know but, why. <laughs> yeah. Now here's an interesting, sad about the Browns: they have not won on Sunday since 2015. So what? Yeah, the one win they've had in the past three years has been on a Thursday night or a Monday night. I believe it's a Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, you know they got that going for them, but hey, wow, we, we're not we're done talking about those losers. <laughs> we have to talk about we have to talk about one of the best franchises in the entire That's planet. Right? That's, That's right. right. Tighten no. Oh, I thought we were talking up.
1: about the the, the Yankees. No. <laughs> no.
0: You you knew you knew Nick. You knew. <laughs> We're talking about the Titans, baby, because oh, yeah. we, got, we got a lot of Titans fans, though, sitting on the podcast. You know? Well, I mean,
1: it's, it's our area. I mean, like, we better have <laughs> right. a lot of Titans fans. I mean, Right. We can yeah. probably get some it, Colts fans in here and stuff. Oh, that's okay. I mean, it's not bad. It's bad. I mean, they're at least better than Jacksonville fans, so. Uh,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know how I feel yeah. about Jacksonville fans, though. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> have a secret hatred. It's, it's, really, it's really weird. I don't think I hated Jacksonville fans until this year. Good, no, good. I'm, I'm glad you're with the call. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole movement. Now. Like it we was just, just, it was just like, hate them.
1: Why, like, why are y'all so like? I understand that you're excited because you're actually relevant now, and you're not the. Well, I guess you can't be the Browns of the AFC because <laughs> Browns brown are the <laughs> they are the
0: they are the—they're the Vanderbilt of the NFL. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes good.
0: Yeah, but mainly bad. But mainly bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of like, uh, what do you do when you get a little taste of power? And, and they've abused it, I guess. But uh, anyway, yes. but so the Titans just hired Mike Vrabel, and, and we kind of discussed it on your podcast. Yep. And um, I want to give you a chance. Have you done any research? Just tell me, tell me what are some thoughts about that for people who haven't listened to that podcast, which you need to. And by the way, that's Nick's Picks on iTunes. Yep. You need to go listen to that podcast listen. and follow it, subscribe it. Um, what what are some thoughts you've had since that we've done that recording about him? Because he's had a couple interviews, he's had a couple uh, moments. He's he's talked about his staff. There were some rumors that he'd bring in a the co offensive coordinator at Ohio State, which he didn't. Thankfully, I think we avoided the bullet on that one. Really, he you like You didn't you didn't like Day? No, 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 no. That that's Urban Meyer, baby. He's he, that's Urban Meyer's offense. I'm I'm not getting some dude to to watch Urban Meyer call plays, run my offense. Um, but he freeze was rumored to be an offensive coordinator gig. That was kind of shut down, but kind of nods, It's kind of, it's kind of in the works. Like um, I haven't, you know, like the,
1: I haven't heard anything about freeze.
0: They asked him in his interview and he said he, he's not rolling out anybody, which is coach speak. Well, yeah. So whatever that means, but what are some of your thoughts about him so far that you've had the last couple of days? Well, okay. So, so he did hire a couple guys from the Texans. Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Pat O'Hara. Uh, who will be the quarterback's coach, who was the quarterback's coach assistant or quarterback assistant with the Texans. Okay. Um, and uh, Shane, oh, no, what's his last name? His last name is escaping me. Shane, Oh, something. Crap. But, anyway, he's going to be the
0: uh, Shane Letchler. What is it? Letchler? lesler Letchler? No. Letchler. I don't think, I don't think that's it. I don't know,
1: but anyway, so there's a, there's a shame that he's that he's hired to be <laughs> the defensive backs. Like I, I'm calling him Coach Shane because I have no idea where. <laughs>
0: there you is, go, so. there
1: you go. But um, so anyway, the um, let me see. So I didn't actually I didn't actually get to delve too much into into Vrabel's background, but but to me, I don't know. Like right now, he's saying the stuff that I want him to say. Right, and he's and I think the cool thing is is like he's waiting, like could he have gotten Brian Callahan from, uh, was it no was it Detroit, yeah, I think it was Detroit. Could he have gotten Brian Callahan? Sure, but but he's off doing something else, you know, with someone else and whatever. And so, um, <laughs> you know, he got he got he got tossed aside. And I think I think what he's what he's doing is I think he's waiting, either for. Uh, I think he's waiting for Di Filippo. To be honest, like I think he, okay. I think he's, I think he's wanting to get Di Filippo, and I think Di Filippo might want to come here, or maybe somebody else. Like it could, it could very easily be anybody else. the The thing is, is yeah. I mean, I like what he's doing. I like that he's being patient. I like that he's, you know, giving some guys a chance, like even guys who were, uh, like, I think he's giving the tight ends coach a chance to interview for the tight end coaching job, the the Titans tight end coaching coach, you know, he's letting him
0: (laughs) Titans tight end.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, he's letting, he's letting him coach for the job again or interview for the job again, because I mean, that's, that was like one of the strongest points that we had this season, you know, and, um, you know there are there are a few others. Uh, some I think the special teams guy, um, special teams coach. I really don't know names. Like this is this is how bad it is. Like I really need to work on names and stuff like that. <laughs> but just just being able to, um, you know, see that. Oh hold on, let me see. Oh maybe maybe I maybe I can pull it up. Oh, I was so close. Dang it! I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I've got. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pull up the Shane guy. And so what is his name? No, that's not Shane Bowen. That's what it is. Shane Bowen for the the outside linebackers. That's, that's who. So um, Bowen was the assistant linebackers coach and O'Hara was the offensive assistant. And so O'Hara is going to be the quarterback coach and Shane Bowen is going to be the outside linebackers coach. And so like, Right now he's just kinda of like getting some of the pieces together and stuff like that. Yeah. So I enjoy the fact that he's not moving fast. I enjoy the fact that he realizes like the, the the challenge was and here's here's the thing, like, and I know that you probably still hate him, which is okay. That's that's fine. You can be him. <laughs> I don't hate the guy. Guys. You you hate him, it's okay. It's I think it's part of it because you hate the Patriots. And no, Vrabel comes from the Patriots. You hate the Texans, which is understandable because they It's okay. You can just admit it. I know you don't want to admit it. It's all right. <laughs> like nobody on this podcast is going to hold you to liking them. Okay, it's all right. But I think I think that the thing is is I think Vrabel will be. Ah man, I mean, it's still like it's still super early. Like, he hasn't really hired anybody. Like, yeah, there's nobody. Like, I can sit there and say, oh yeah, no like pat Bowen was a great or, uh Shane Bowen was a great great hire and uh pat o'Hara you know the great hires so, like i i don't know i think Pat O'Hara was a good hire because Pat O'Hara does have like um arena Football league head coaching you know he has some uh he's got quite a few years being in the NFL and stuff yeah. like that like but I'm not opposed to him waiting also. Like I'm not opposed to him. Like I I think the reason why John Robinson had to go and take a shot immediately was for multiple reasons, but the biggest one is we got to we got to start moving on coaches, you know, and you want to have your head coach in yeah. that way he can start putting in the pieces for the staff. I mean, the Titans might be the best coaching position you know, for new coaches coming in. Yeah, or, I think or, it's the best
0: available job.
1: I mean, I, th- I think so too. Now, like a lot of it's really interesting because you'll see, like I was reading on Twitter earlier, it was like we lost out to, we lost out Brian – we lost on Brian Callahan, you know, to uh, – I forget where he went. I want to say he went somewhere west. But it's like, oh, we lost Brian Callahan. It's like he was never offered the job. Like, it wasn't like, a, oh, we need to get him because we want him. It was more, let's interview him. Let's see. Okay. And people were like, oh, it's because people don't want to, like, coach with Vrabels. Like, I don't think it's so much that. It just he wasn't offered the job. And if you're not offered the job.
0: <laughs> you ain't accepting <laughs> yeah,
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, no matter how much. I mean, like, there are certain <laughs> jobs out there that I'd like to have. If I don't get uh, offered them, guess what? <laughs> Ain't gonna happen.
0: <laughs> you but, know. L- let me say this: if, if he gets Hugh Freeze, I'm throwing the kitchen sink at him. I'm, I'm all in. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm praising the guy. I'm, you know, buying season tickets. Probably not. You but want I'm, Hugh you know, Freeze? Oh, I love him as an offensive coordinator. Uh, man. man, I don't know. Dude, are you kidding me? Like, like, man, it, I don't know. He's, he's just, an offensive genius. I'm sure he. He is. was the thorn in Coach Saban's side. Yeah, I mean, but, this dude dominated. I just don't know. Oh I mean, man, like, I want Hugh Freeze. Oh, I want a e freeze. Man. Uh, he I, knows I mean that system. He, he's perfect for Mariota. He runs that spread system. He'd be perfect, man. But see,
1: but see here's the thing. Okay, so, so let's go with this. Explain to me the spread system. Like, what is, what is the spread system? Explain it to me and explain it to our children out there who are, who are listening.
0: Like <laughs> okay, because, so. Because
1: again, this is, this is one of those things like, people are like, he's running a spread offense. This is why I need to go and study some football because I'm like, – <laughs> All right, I'm so really I'll briefly
0: this. do this okay. because we're running out of time. Okay. But the spread system is, is basically formed to spread the defensive out, and you do that by lining up wide receivers far, far and wide. So you have, usually have – in a usual spread package, you have a shotgun set, mm-hmm. usually four wide receivers. So we're talking two on one side, two on the other and maybe you're running back at your hip, maybe you're running back to the outside or another slot on the outside, but you want your quarterback in the shotgun. And the reason you do this is the point of a spread system is to, is to separate the defense and make them feel uncomfortable. So if you have them all at the line of scrimmage in a pro system. You're more welcome. You're more welcome to. You whisper a ghost on there, buddy. You're more <laughs> welcome. You're more welcome to uh, uh, have the defense in the box, as they say, and, and run under center. But in a spread, you want to be in shotgun because you always want to have a view down the field, and you always want to be ready to catch the ball and pass it quickly because that's kind of the point of the spread offense is to keep the defense off their toes and spread them out. So that's what Marcus Mariota ran at Oregon was a spread offense where he's always in the shotgun. He's always got three or four receivers in the outside on both sides of the field, and he's always reading the field. So this is what freeze does best, and he's developed really sub-average quarterbacks like Bo Wallace, like uh, what's his name, Chad Kelly, um, people like that into really good quarterbacks because of the way he executes the spread system. So. If if you can get a guy good guy if you can get a guy like that in there running that spread offense where he's spreading the defense out through players player positioning all over the field and keeping Mario in the shotgun where he belongs, I think that could be very successful. But that's all the time we have for uh, Nick. I want to give you the last word. Do you have anything else to say to the listeners? I've given your information out. You can go follow him and stuff on that at the beginning of the podcast. If you're even still listening by now, but yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, man, you know, thank you for doing this. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the final word. What is it going to be, Nick?
1: Uh, I don't know what you want for the final word. Go. It's go, whatever uh, you want. En- enjoy some football. Uh,
0: yeah. Steve, Steven
1: and I are going to uh, be working together to um, upend the NFL if they don't get their act <laughs> together and stuff like that. And, uh, and the NCAA, too.
0: If the Titans don't win the Super Bowl the next year, I'm boycotting. The NFL. You're boycotting. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's happening. Like we're just boycotting the NFL. That's it. The Titans yeah. don't
1: win, we're boycotting. It's yeah. over. So good, but uh, yeah, that's all.
0: All right. Yeah. So thanks, Nick. Um, we hope you enjoy. Subscribe, like, five star review. You all know the drill. Home field disadvantage. Thank you, Nick Brickett, yep. and we'll see you all around. Peace out. Oh, thank you.